our um our Kobe tribute. Absolutely, or, and as we segue to sports, yeah. Now that I knew, I didn't know that information about Kawhi. Okay. But now that I do, now I'm certain it's going to be Bucks Clippers in the finals. Interesting. Okay. And Kawhi's same number as Gigi. R.I.P. Gigi. R.I.P. Gigi. Um, <laughs> baby Mamba over there, a lady Mamba. Um, and uh, with sports, the Super Bowl. How was you guys a Super Bowl Sunday? And whatnot. I mean, I knew the Chiefs were gonna win. Okay. Uh, where'd you watch it at? Uh, uh, yeah, I saw you. Uh, you got the party. You got the drinks, stuff like that. I saw oh, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched it at my uh, my boy's spot. Uh, <coughs> they just got. They live in. Uh, they got this new place in Ewing, and um, watched it on the seventy inch. And it was good. You know, good vibes, drinks. Uh, got the the wings from uh, South Jersey. I told you about uh, the jug handle. I don't Which, know, they got to be as hell. Exactly. It was like an hour. It was a two-hour wait just yeah, to order wings. What? Two hours. What? Yeah, yeah Junk had to be lit, yeah. bro. Like, for real, for real. Like, the wing, like, they got, like, di- but this is how busy they were. Like, they got different rubs and sauces because, like, around here, the best wings is obviously uh, First and Ten on Hamilton Ave across the street from 9 a.m. High School. Um, but this place was, like, rated. Like, I think it was on the Food Network. Yeah, it's like, and it's all over Philly. Yeah, like, everybody knows about this place. But the sad place. part is, it's a small place, and the parking is horrible. Right. Right, so I'm like... It's like a... Hi- it kind of looks like a hick place. Yeah. Like, literally, like, because you go in there, you see nothing but white people, they all look at yeah, you. You're probably down a hill or something? Yeah, like it's like, it's weird. It's very but weird. they have, they just have really good <laughs> wings and sauces. And it was so busy where they usually put the sauces on the wings. They were like, oh, we're only cooking them dry. If you want to buy the, if you want to get the sauce, like you got to put it on yourself. Yeah, that's how busy they were. Yeah, and that's Super Bowl, but regular nights, like regular, let's say playoff game or Eagle game or something like that, that's South Jersey, right? Eagle Country, it's crazy too at that place. I remember I tried to take a girl on the first date there, and I heard about the spot. I'm like, the wings are good, or whatever. She had never heard of it, so I tried to take it to the jug handle, or whatever. The day was like, like you said, hour and a half, two hour wait and whatnot. So we wound up dipping and just going to Fridays or whatever. Because I was just like, yo, we ain't going to be, you know, just waiting here for two hours. And now we understand Friday's business model. <laughs> this, this is this is very, very true. But um, so you watched it there, got the wings. Okay. Um, how about yourself? Josh, you have a good night? You had fun? What did you, you watch today? I was actually working most of the day, and then I just went to sleep. I didn't even figure out who won until the morning. <laughs> to add on to Josh's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think he's almost over with his 40 days and 40 nights. We need some more better stories from Josh. Yeah. <laughs> well, it actually ended last night. <laughs> now, did it actually end last night? Or did it end last night? Meaning, did you last night? Well, we're not in the dating t- section okay. yet, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> love it. All right, um. I watched it at my man crib, the guy I grew up with, um, and uh, I haven't seen his mom and dad for a long time, so they invited me over there, and his brother was there, sister was there, 70-inch TV, like you said, on the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually cooked out on the grill in the wintertime, which was dope, so we had the hamburgers, hot dogs, oh, ribs. Oh, one thing uh, that I didn't realize, sorry to cut you off, Mike, you could bet on the getter, what type of Gatorade they have at the game. You could bet on anything. The color. Like, literally, you could bet on anything. I learned this, which was kind of crazy. Like, you could bet on, like, you can literally bet on what color Gatorade. They have prop bets for everything for Super Bowl. Everything on the game. Like, anything that's moving or it's there, you could bet. 
there's literally an over under on the amount of seconds for the national anthem. So you can bet like 200 seconds or over under or under. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Depending on who's singing. A money machine. You know, it, it, it's, yeah, it's a money machine. Funny thing is, I was out, I was watching the game and um, the Niners went up 13 10. My friend's a big Niners fan. So he wanted to bet me, and I was like, or now you want to bet because they up. You know, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, I'll take it. I bet $100. Put, we put it on the table, put the money, I put it on the table, and Chiefs want to come back and win it. So I was pretty happy. But I also gave some money to his nieces and nephews who were there. So, you know, even though I won the money, so I did that. So I had a good, fun night um, watching the game. And like you, um, I figured the Chiefs would, um, would come back and win. And shouts out, which is not being talked about enough, uh, only the third uh, black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. And I don't think it's getting enough press. And um, I was telling my friend that I think it's not because it's been done before. And with us, a lot of times, once it's done once, it's no longer a story. But it's still only three out of how many? 60 Super Bowls? So I think it still should get more press. The only the third black quarterback, you know, to win a Super Bowl and stuff like that. And his dad was there, too. You know, um, gave him a hug stuff like that on the field. So, um, so that was dope. And that was my Super Bowl experience but Super Bowl also had a halftime performance. <laughs> uh, a very uh Latin halftime performance. What did you guys uh what do you guys see? Muy caliente. What did you think about that? Oh, one thing just to point out there, uh my boy sent me the article of like how everybody was talking about Shakira in the little tongue action move she did. I think the term is flick, John. Whatever. Well that well and <laughs> In normal terms, and because the people be saying Josh be talking too smart, so I break it down <laughs> for people to understand. <laughs> but anyways, um, it actually is a cultural yeah. thing, yeah. and a lot of people were like confused, like why she did that. Like she, it's like, but a lot of people were thinking like it was provocative or anything. But it's like more of like a celebration because Shakira is Colombian, her mom is Colombian, and her dad. Is uh, I can't remember from, from the Middle East, uh, but I can't remember what country. But that symbolizes some sort of uh, victory, success. It's like showing off, and what basically what she was doing at the at the uh, particular performance was paying homage homage to her heritage, and that was kind of crazy because I didn't know that, as the many people because I'm even. Like the majority of people, because I'm looking at comments and they're like, "Oh, she a freak." And you know what's crazy is that man. That's just the age we live in, man. And it's a shame. You know, I could imagine what the comments would have been back even with the Janet Jackson thing. It was crazy. <laughs> I can imagine, but it's like, yo, like we got actually there was comments in comparison to because there was a lot of church groups saying that Jennifer Lopez and Shakira they were too provocative, they were showing too much skin. But I mean, I'm saying I can imagine social media how mm -hmm. it would have been, you know, back then or even other Super Bowl shows. I mean, that's just a show, it's a yeah. concert. Like, I, I just don't get it, man. It's not, I mean, Shakira showed her stomach. And she works hard to get the, Shakira's 43 years old. She got mm -hmm. to have a 20-year-old or whatever. And, and J-Lo's 50. Like, you, let's appreciate their the shape they're in more than anything and stuff like that. Um, and uh, I thought it was a good show, you know, produced by Rock Nation. You know, shouts out to Hope. But um, one of the better, it was better than them old geriatric Rolling Stones where they had a couple years ago. So, <laughs> wow. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's, it's a young generation, man. We don't want to save people from the, you know, kiss up there. You Come said on. geriatrics, though. I'm damn. Just, yeah. Eesh. Yeah. Damn, Mike. I'm, listen, so I'm, I'm even, 
You know, not into, I mean, I think Jado's a horrible singer. She always has been, but <laughs> I just feel like it, it wasn't really good. Yo, waiting so for it. term was, I'm going to butcher this, but Zakaruta, Zakaruta, is a, it's a way to express joy or happiness in the Arab culture. Yeah. Usually when, you know, after a victory, like, yeah. yeah. And what do we think about, um, I guess, uh, which is interesting. Her dad's from Lebanon. Lebanon right. Don. Yep. Interesting. About Kaepernick's solidarity? What was it about? Oh, because uh, with Jay-Z. So it starts with Jay-Z sitting at, sitting for the... Oh, uh, uh, well, he, he provided the response at Columbia. National, national Anthem yeah. and whatnot. And then I guess Kaepernick retweeted about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that, I guess, Josh? What did Kaepernick say? I didn't see what Kaepernick said. I saw. I listened to what Jay Z said because I saw part of the uh, interview. And um, what do you think we first saw sitting down? First, I thought he was like, well, with Jay Z, I always think he's, you know, he's very calculated with his moves. So I thought he was just doing this to kind of push away from the press of them saying he's against Kaepernick and all this and not for the culture. I said I, I immediately immediately thought like I I I personally thought Jay Z didn't care. He just did this as another tactic to play with people's minds but then he went uh he did a like a, a sit down talk at columbia and he basically said that no i didn't do this for protests or anything like that this was more of a moment because my wife us being artists we're in artist mode we were sitting down enjoying and thinking overthinking like what's going how the show's going to be and like what was going on for the halftime and everything like that and that's what they were basically saying like he was basically going off of Beyonce, like getting nervous of like how everything was going to be in regards to the artistry of what was going to be presented amongst the uh, particular Super Bowl and the halftime show and stuff like that, which blew me out of like out of the waters because I'm like this had I had no idea. And then again, this could be another tactic that he's just putting <laughs> out there, but that's what that's what he said. Well, he well he and he said that if you watch them, you can see them like pointing and talking about what they right. see. But you actually can't see that. Mm-hmm. So now they sat there silent. So maybe he's he's being factual about that. It could be a tactic as well, but it looks like that he they are talking about the performance, at least, you know, from what you can can see. I, I can see where Kaepernick would feel some type of way because, you know, I saw um what's your boy academics or whatever yeah. on the uh, everyday struggle show mm-hmm. talking about JD was saying that mixed messages because, you know, at one point he was, you know, all for this, and now he's sitting down himself. Then he's with the NFL, so it's like he's all over the place or whatever like that. But, um, <laughs> but I also saw about Kaepernick where he said, "Yo, it ain't been three days; it's been three years. Like at some point, we have to move forward and figure out how to get what he started done, his message, you know, and what he was trying to do to try to keep that moving, rather than just be worried about him getting a job or not and whatnot." So I kind of felt that. Um, as well and this halftime show i mean it had his production all over as far as rock nation like it was a 100 percent minority halftime show you know mm-hmm. what i mean where you don't, I don't there's never been a hundred latin halftime show mm-hmm. which um, people were complaining about say so people were complaining you didn't see that people were complaining and say it was too spanish <laughs> actually they said that on the breakfast club like people were like <clears throat> the one guy called in and said yeah, it was too Spanish, too much. Uno, dos. It was, it was real. It was, it wasn't good. What did they say on the breakfast club about it? Like, they called in because one girl, one caller said <coughs> that Charlemagne was being racist against the Spanish people 
and was basically saying she didn't because you know Puerto Ricans are very prideful yeah. of the flag. And Charlemagne made a comment, but actually Charlemagne didn't actually speak too much on it. It was another caller that basically said like, "Oh, they did too much. It was too much of that Spanish stuff." And then he counted in Spanish, like oh, all that. And then she thought it was Charlemagne, but Charlemagne's like, "No, here's the clip. It was I didn't say that. This guy said this. It was some random guy that said it." And they were going back and forth because this Puerto Rican lady called in and complained and said Charlemagne is racist and all this, but it wasn't actually him. It was another caller. <laughs> but so black Floridians boycott a Super Bowl? Is that what happened? Oh yes, because they were upset that there were no, you know, representation. Because that's why they got J Lo and Shakira, but they didn't have, you know, like Rick Ross or Trick Daddy or whoever. They they wanted they wanted some representation since it was I mean, in Miami. Yes, I mean I feel like because first of all, you know, and and I ain't a Latino or nothing like that, but again, the first time they ever had an all Latin halftime performance. There've been plenty of black performances: Beyonce, Jenna Jackson, you name it. Why can't they have a show? Like I just feel like, and, and this whole thing about it started last year with um the one in Atlanta, right? I don't know when this happened where people felt like if the Super Bowl is in your state. The artist for the halftime should be from the state or whatever. I don't know when the hell that, that happened, but that's never been like the actual case. But for some reason, none of people think that, and now it's becoming a thing where it's like, well, it's in LA. We should have Snoop Dogg up there. It's like that's not what a Super Bowl is. It's to get the best artists or whatever. Of course, and I think we can see strategically what the NFL is doing. So they're just making way for a team in Mexico. That's all. The NFL does have their. Uh, NFL is very, very smart. Even like watching ballers, see some of that stuff or whatever. But you definitely um, can see that. They're also talking about adding 17 games, and that's a whole other story. But, you know. Adding 17. Adding another game. Yeah. Oh. Say, you know, for, for the players. To play. All right. And going to London as well. Going to London as well. Bro, they're, they're, they're that'd be interesting. Starting going to Vegas. I told my, in front of the Vegas thing, we were talking the other day with the Raiders. I said, listen, that, the Raiders will never be bad in Vegas. The NFL will not have a bum team in Vegas. Trust me. Because they want. Vegas to be an attraction to where you go gamble and go to the game and whatnot. So I said, if you, if you, if the NFL will not have a three and 13 team in Vegas or whatever, because you know, that don't look good and whatnot. So it, it, the NFL will, will make a way salary cap wise, trade, whatever it is to make sure the Raiders are competitive. I guarantee it over the next, over the next few years. A similar push they did with the Rams. Yeah, so I'm gonna push they did with the, all of a sudden it was the Super Bowl. I, I guarantee it. Cause again, it's a whole whole weekend, right? I'm going to the to, to Vegas, going to a show, going to the game, you know, it just makes sense. And now it sets the precedent for Super Bowl in Vegas. That's gonna be next and whatnot. And again, we're gonna say I don't know who 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 the artist from for Vegas, but that's not the case for Super Bowl anyway. So but that ends our sports and our Kobe topic. We appreciate you guys for listening. Give us your thoughts and comments, especially on Podbean. We urge you guys to, if you even if you like Spotify or iHeart or whatever else, Podbean is a place where you can actually leave comments. So you can even listen to it on your normal streaming platform and then go back to Podbean if you actually have a comment to do. But we'll be able to respond to those comments that you may have, and uh, and we'll talk about it on the show. So And think about downloading the app. We'll put a link in the description. Yes, we will. So thank you once again for another episode of A New You Radio. And that's one show. Interesting. I sent the video, but the whole interview is crazy.
with that.